All right, welcome back to a very special Friday edition of the Fat Stack Sports Show. Today is just a very quick episode. I wanted to give folks a very easy uh, to follow, quick listen, just so that they can have a little bit of a second opinion on maybe some of the bets they're thinking about making this weekend. Now, I'm no genius. Uh, you saw last week I went. Uh, I ended up about four and six after starting off three and zero, and that included a Purdue buzzer beater, which helped me very much against Michigan State. Um, but here's what I'll say. The NFL is such a crapshoot, especially in uh, the playoffs. Nobody truly knows how to pick against the NFL. It's not like college basketball or college football where you have matching games where you can find little timbits of info and know when to kind of play big. The NFL doesn't really have that. It's rare that Vegas has a bad line or... or, Crucial information isn't out to everybody in the public, so the Vegas can uh, adjust their lines. So due to that, I think the NFL is personally the toughest uh, sport to gamble on. But I'm going to try it anyway, and I know you're going to try it anyway because we are all dying to watch these games. But before I get into the NFL, this is where I want to start. It's uh, 2 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday. It's uh, Michigan uh, versus Minnesota. Michigan's a five-point favorite in college basketball. How I would explain my expertise in gambling is kind of similar to how David Blaine would describe how he goes to casinos and feels like he's a very good roller of the dice. He feels like he's got a little bit more magic in his hands than the typical person. That's how I view myself. I feel like with teams like um, like basically just these two teams in these two sports, Michigan and Michigan State basketball and football, I feel like I am a better better than the typical guy because I watch more of it, I care more about it, I kind of can... I listen to more media members in that talk about these two teams than any other sport. I know more about these two teams. Michigan is 100% legit. The whole rest of the country is finally starting to catch on. They've already blew out this Minnesota team once this year. I feel like five points is less. I know uh, five points is a little bit too low of a line. I think that Vegas is still catching up to these guys. They're trying to figure out when it's going to crash the other way. And it's not going to be this Saturday against Minnesota with only a five-point spread to cover. Minnesota is not that good. They they have some bloated wins against like Michigan State, some teams that we thought were really good at the time that aren't. I'm telling you, Michigan minus five, my lock of the week right off the bat, Saturday, 2 p.m. It's going to be the start of a great weekend right there. Into the NFL later that day, 4.30 p.m. Saturday, uh, the Rams versus Green Bay Packers. Packers are minus seven, and the over-under is 45.5. Uh, listen, Aaron Rodgers looked incredible this season. Uh, I don't got to tell you that. I mean, he's without a doubt the MVP. And... It's a lot to ask of Jared Goff to go up into uh, Lambeau Field. And in, in this, and I know everyone always kind of over-exaggerates the snow and the cold. This, these guys' adrenaline is rushing so much that that's hardly a problem. They have hand warmers built into their jerseys now. It's not going to be too much of a problem for the normal quarterback. But listen, Jared Goff has pins in his hand. I'm not even sure how he played last week. And from the little tea leaves I've kind of been gathering, it sounds like Sean McVay almost wanted Josh Wolford to start instead of Jared Goff, regardless of health. So that makes me very... Very worried, especially when you're going against a team that's rolling like Green Bay is and a team that's not going to be able to get shut down by the Rams defense and it's not going to be such an easy week for Jared Goff this week. The Rams defense is incredible. Aaron Donald, uh, he's going to be healthy enough to play. I think the Packers do sneak away with a win, like a 20-10 to 10 very ugly game, but I don't have super strong feelings on it. The way I'm actually leaning is I think the under. I don't think the Rams are going to be able to put up points and I think the Rams are going to do a solid enough job to keep Aaron Rodgers somewhat humanized where he's not going to be able to put up 35 points. I think he's going to play a solid game, but he's not going to be your typical Aaron Rodgers game. So I think for that reason, I would lean toward Green Bay covering the seven-point spread, but I'm 100% taking the over 45, or excuse me, 
under 45.5. Moving on, trying to be quick, uh, two minutes per pick. Ravens versus Bills. This is the prime time Saturday night, 8.15 p.m. game. 49.5 is the over-under, and the Bills are favored by 2.5. This is just flat-out must-watch TV. Tune in to watch Lamar. Tune in to watch the Bills Mafia, the great storyline that is that team. Josh Allen, just 100% a guy to root for. Even though he had the big storylines coming out when he was drafted, you know, the racial slur and all that, it turns out that this guy's just one hell of a guy. And Buffalo loves him. He's donating to Children's Hospital. He's building cancer wards in, in honor of his mom. He's doing so much for that town that you have to absolutely love this guy. But as for the Ravens, 100% have their swagger back. Uh, Warren D. LaSalle, football player meme, they've got their swagger back. Uh, it's almost reminiscent, like from what I've heard of basically the old school Ravens teams with Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, where you were scared to step on the same field as these guys. Lamar Jackson is kind of bringing that back a little bit. But the thing I worry about with the Ravens, and I worried about watching it last week as well, is man, their wide receiver core is just terrible. I, I'm literally reading articles saying how they are going to count on Willie Sneed uh, and Mark Andrews to. Take on, listen to this, this the defensive backs for Buffalo. Josh Norman at one cornerback, Tredarius White at the other, strong safety Jordan Poirier, who is uh, dating Rachel Bush. That's probably his biggest accomplishment. And free safety Mike Hyde. These guys can ball. So Buffalo is going to be able to stack the box way more than the Titans did. And you're not going to see Hollywood Brown going off for 120 yards on 10 catches like he did last week on little bubble routes. These guys are going to shut him down, and I hate to say it, I think this is probably my NFL lock of the week is the Bills minus two and a half. I know I don't trust Josh Allen at all. And we saw it last week when the game was on the line. He's almost fumbling away their dream season just like that. But let's not forget the narrative that was started for, and people act like it was just started out of thin air. Lamar Jackson has struggled in the playoffs, and he struggled at the start of the game last week. I trust Josh Allen just a tad bit more, and I definitely trust uh, Stephon Diggs and all the weapons he has more than the Ravens. So, I'm leaning toward Bills. I'm 100% taking the Bills minus 2.5. And, and as for the over-under, I'm not sure what type of game. I could see this game being a shootout back and forth, but if I had to lean one way, I'm thinking it's going to be a struggle-some game for both Lamar Jackson, who's going to have to throw the ball a lot more this week, and Josh Allen, who I'm still not sold on as a, as a playoff potential Super Bowl winning quarterback. All right, moving on to Sunday, 3.05 p.m. I love the, the start times of these games. They scheduled it perfect. The latest game on Sunday is 6.40 p.m. Absolutely perfect. I don't stay up till midnight watching these games. Get them out early in the day. Thank you, NFL. All right, Browns versus Chiefs. Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. Uh, 57.5 is the over-under. 10 points seems like a lot. I I know the Chiefs are, they can score on anyone, and they're going to score on anyone. And I don't know if a team's really going to be able to beat them this entire playoffs, but... If there's a team that I would be willing to bet, uh, just kind of with my heart more than necessarily my head, it's the Browns. I mean, one, they have so much motivation going into this game, even though they've already kind of had a successful season already, because the Steelers won't just shut their goddamn mouths. Chase Claypool, oh, they're going to get clapped, and he quote-unquote didn't like how they treated Juju during that. Juju wouldn't shut up before the game. Juju wouldn't shut up all season. Saying how they're the Browns are the Browns, and they suck, and this and that, and dancing, and then you watch Juju during the game, he's double-teaming a cornerback with some other probably chase Claypool like because they're losing by 30 points and pancaking him on like a little pointless screen that was on the other side of the field that's what you get with from the Steelers enough about the Steelers the Browns have enough motivation just from those loud mouths opening their mouths where they're coming into this game they want to win they have their coach back from last week which they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers who were arguably the Super Bowl favorites uh you know five six seven eight weeks ago maybe not Super Bowl favorites but maybe to make the Super Bowl 
the Browns are legit. And here's the thing about the Chiefs. They're not great coming off of bye weeks. Andy Reid never has been. And if you remember last week, or excuse me, last season, they were in the same exact position they are this year, where they had the bye week, and the Texans just completely jumped them right out the gut, right out, right out, right from Jump Street, twenty-four to zero. They put they, but obviously the Chiefs mounted one hell of a comeback to end up winning that game. But I kind of see a similar kind of game here that the Browns aren't going to go up twenty-four zero on the Texans, no. But I do think they're going to maybe be able to gain a little bit of a lead, maybe seventeen to ten or something like that, uh, heading into halftime before the Chiefs kind of start to take over. But I think the Browns are super late uh, cover, uh, backdoor cover, excuse me, backdoor cover potential just because of the ability that they can score. And the Chiefs aren't going to be able to stop them. That's why the over-under is 57.5 because these teams are going to go up and down. And as long as the Browns is Stefanski and as long as Baker Mayfield's there and I trust Jarvis Landry, I think they're going to be able to stick with the Chiefs maybe more than anyone until the Super Bowl, personally. All right, Bucks versus Saints. Saints are minus three. This is the 6:40 p.m. game that I alluded to earlier. 52 point over under. This is a game I really don't have a super strong feeling about either way. Uh, I'm going to feel good for whoever wins, uh, whether that's Tom Brady or Drew Brees. But if I had to absolutely pick a side, I guess I would lean with the Saints, just because the bulk of this roster has been here before. But that could be a good thing or a bad thing because they have so many demons in in this round in particular that it might almost if they fall down early and they have Tom Brady looking them in the eyes that they might kind of begin to get a little bit nervous a little bit tight um so actually as I'm kind of describing this I'm almost talking my way out of the Saints I like the Bucks. I just if you're gonna lose lose on Tom Brady as an underdog in a dome he doesn't have to worry about cold weather he doesn't have to go against the Titans worry about Tom Brady with stud receivers like Mike Evans Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown take your chances and I also love the over in this game. I truly think this is going to be the biggest game of the weekend, the most fun to watch, and it's going to be one hell of a nightcap on Sunday. I'm taking the over in this game, and I'm also taking the Bucks plus three. I'd also take the money line if I were you. So just to recap before I let you go real quick, I'm taking Michigan minus five today or tomorrow at 2 p.m. against Minnesota. That's probably my lock of the week. I'm also going with Green Bay, uh, minus 7, and the under 45.5 in the 4.30 p.m. game on Saturday. And I'm going with... The nightcap, I'm going with Bills, minus 2.5, and, and I'm taking the under, 49.5 in that one. I just think the defense is too strong for the Ravens, and they don't have enough weapons on the perimeter. Uh, on Sunday now, I'm taking the ch- Browns, uh, plus 10, and I'm taking the un- the over, if I had to lean one way, 57.5. I think this is going to be a really fun back-and-forth game. Um, and then finally, um, my favorite game that I think will be the best game of the weekend's bus Bucks versus Saints. I'm taking the Bucks plus three Bucks money line, and I'm also taking the over 52. I think it's going to be really back and forth in game. I think that Alvin Kamara is going to have one hell of a game, but ultimately, I think Tom Brady is too much with the weapons he has. I mean, do you forget that they have Antonio Brown? It's crazy that they have Antonio Brown and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They're just absolutely loaded. But a shorter pod today, you know, only 10 minutes. Hopefully a lot of people see the time and think, hey, I can listen to this on my way home from work on a Friday or whenever you listen to your podcast before uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back on Monday with more Fast X Sports content. And keep your eye out for a blog coming out later from Fast X Klaus. Um, Whether you like Star Wars or not, the guy has an eye for writing and uh, talent for it. So check that out coming out later on the blog. Thanks for listening. Check out Scrambled Legs while you're also there. And check out Cruising Altitude and Talking About Practice, all the pods uh, that are associated with Fast X. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And bet responsibly.